Hello and welcome. I'm Alexander. And I'm Simon. We are still knee-deep in tech, and may the 4th be with you. Oh, yes. It's the day. It Sorry. is the day. It is the day indeed, and I am... Uh, I'm kind of upset that it's not a national holiday here in Sweden. We we are celebrating the Cinnamon Day. Why aren't we celebrating May the 4th? Exactly. Everybody wants and everybody needs Star Wars in their lives. I would say so, but we also need cinnamon buns. I don't see any reason not to combine the two. Although it's a bit difficult to eat cinnamon buns while wearing Stormtrooper outfit. Outfit? Outfit. Yeah. There we have the name for this one. <laughs> Stormtrooper outfit. Yes. Great. So, let's start off with May the 2nd. May the 2nd. Yes, there was a, a small gathering of people in United States. Something, something, something. Education, I think. Microsoft Education event. A small one. A small one. Yes, this was uh, some, some fairly unknown guy named Satya there. <laughs> Kind of. Yeah, go ahead. And, and like Mario Foley said, Panos. It's like Beyonce. You only need to say their name and you know oh. who they are. So Panos and Beyonce. Panos and Beyonce. There you go. Yeah. So the event was all about how Microsoft can help students and teachers in education all over the world basically teach and be taught. Right, their their take on the next uh, next step up when it comes to um, teaching, as you yeah. said, uh, classrooms, technology, and yeah. whatnot. Right, and and we will during this episode discuss the three main points, mm -hmm. <clears throat> which I would say were Windows Ten S, right, new Office three six five stuff for education like mm. Teams and so on, right. And I will throw in some engine for education there as well. Yeah. And last but not least, Surface Laptop. Surface Laptop, yes. Yeah. So so let's start off with Laptop. Mm -hmm. let's, let's move from the bottom and up. Yeah. So Surface Laptop. Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful device. Misunderstood. <laughs> as far as I've understood. To Twitter, because the first thing people started to talk about was this should be a Chromebook competitor. Mm -hmm. How come it's a thousand dollars? Or to be fair, if you are a student, you get ten percent off everything in Microsoft Store. Right. So eight ninety nine mm -hmm. for the cheapest model. For the cheapest model, which incidentally has how much RAM? Eight. The cheapest no, model. No four. 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 How? I'm struggling to find the right word. How insanely stupid is it's, it's it? It's the price point. It doesn't matter. It's unusable. No. Yes. No. Yes. No, not with, no, not with <laughs> Windows 10 S. Oh, God. Then it's highly usable. Yeah. Okay. Because UVP apps are only 32-bit. I know. So you can't use any more than 4 gigs of RAM anyways. Which is a bit of a lie, but let's yeah. move on. Move on. It's a beautiful looking device. It is. And the, the, the point of it is with every, anything else Microsoft releases hardware-wise, it should be the flagship device. It's not the device all schools would run and buy. 
there are Windows 10 S devices for $189 and up. Mm-hmm. And very few will buy, very few schools will buy the Surface laptop. But as they, like they said, it's inspired by students. This is what students in higher education wants. It's aimed for the students that would go out and buy a MacBook Air or an Asus Ultrabook or whatever. And you get... It, it's, it's an awesome device. It's such a beautiful laptop. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's not cheap, but it will... It's, it's, it's a lot cheaper than a Surface Book. It is a lot cheaper than a Surface Book, and it's somewhat cheaper i think than the macbook air you could be or or it's, yeah, it's pretty it's... much on par but I, I have a couple of issues yeah first this was unveiled at the uh, education event yeah and as you've already pointed to it's not the uh, <laughs> the machine of choice for someone who's actually buying something it is the machine of choice for someone who wants it i agree yeah Considering the price point, it's pretty, pretty, um, pretty expensive, and the four gig version, no, just no. I'm I'm quite sure we're not going to be. I I would never buy no a, a laptop with four gigs of RAM. And then we come to the other one, the sixteen gigabyte RAM i7. How on earth could you justify a thousand bucks between the i5 and the i7? The components will not cost a thousand bucks. In in Sweden, it's um, fourteen ninety nine ninety five for the i five, and twenty four nine ninety five for the i seven. Yep, and that's just that's Apple prices, people. Yeah, but I, I guess that's why they know that they could charge that amount, and people will still buy it. I know. I, I, buy I will buy one. <laughs> <laughs> but still, come on. But to be fair, we will not pay that price because we can get it a lot cheaper and through work. Most likely, yes. Yes. And speaking of which, we do not get the Apple stuff very much cheaper. No. 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 Uh, yeah, I, but looking at other hardware, whatever, the difference between an i5 with 8 gigs of RAM and an i7 with 16 gigs of RAM and a 512 gigabyte SSD it, 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 I guess it's the same for HP and Dell. And no. For sure? I'm, I'm not sure, but I'm. look at this machine that I have. Yeah, uh, how, how much is You have an XPS 13. It's an XPS 13, 16, 16. Uh, i7, uh, the whole shebang. And 512. Yeah, I think yep. it was around $1,700, give or take. I think it cost around 15,000 Swedish krona. No. Yeah, I think it did. We, we need to look this up. Uh, yeah, but still, if you compare this one to, or you you have you, you have a basically the same DPI. It's pretty much the same specs, but the um, very highly touted the battery time sucks. The drivers yep. suck. The um, machine is pretty heavy, but. The hardware is, is generally pretty good, apart from the battery. They are up to 
Oh, there you go. Twenty. Okay, they've, 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 they've actually gone up. But, but, but uh, yeah, th this is comparable prices. But that's twenty thousand Swedish krona as opposed to twenty five thousand Swedish krona. Yeah, but in comparison, you you get the Alcantara stuff. It has so five thousand bucks. I was about to say five thousand <laughs> Swedish krona. You get that. It's one piece of metal. It's thinner than that. You get the Windows Hello camera. That alone, in comparison to the Dell, that's about one hundred bucks. Are you sure you're not in sales? <laughs> I'm a terrible salesperson. Yeah. No, but I agree. The the yeah. I mean yeah, but still, if they had put an Apple logo on it, no one would have questioned the price point. No, only the operating system. Yes. So, and and again, it's a flagship device. It is. You pay to be premium, and in comparison on how many Dell XPS 13 or the equivalent HP or whatever they will produce, that will drive costs down for the Dell and drive costs up for Microsoft. Yeah, true, true. And since you hold the um, Surface Studio into this office, yeah. every damn day that I come in and see that machine, yeah. this pathological need that I have for it, yeah. I want it to come home with me. Yeah. You should see this man's smile. Yeah. I want one of those as well. Yes, you do. Uh, so it, I, I think we'll... <laughs> my boss actually just ordered a service book. Did he know? He's not happy. Oh, dear. Our chief architect just received his service proof for on the same day as the, the as the event. He's not happy. This is, this is as Paul Throt said, this is what service book should have been. I think so. Surface Book was a very interesting experiment. Yeah, and you get the, the GPU. Yeah. But for the Surface Books without the GPU, mm -hmm. why? Yeah. Although and, and the, the, they, they are expensive. They are hideously expensive, but they're pretty interesting design-wise as well. Yeah, they are. But and, I'd, and I'd, I'd buy this in a heartbeat. I yeah. mean, seriously, I've already started looking at uh, a, a Surface laptop as the next computer. Yep. Since I, I I realized one thing when I got the uh, this Dell, and the only reason that I have a Dell is that it was the only machine with 16 gigabyte RAM and an i7 in a fairly small package. It didn't. I'm I'm pointing to my Surface Pro 4. Yeah, uh, and that was way more expensive for some reason. It was yeah, something... yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, yeah. And the thing is, I've you been using this for a while. And I don't need it anymore. I don't need this kind of power anymore. If I need to build a huge honking database server, whatever, I just put it up in Azure. Yeah. So my needs have changed. These days, I need something that is light, that is sleek. Yeah. But would you go for something other than the 16 gigabytes of RAM for the Surface laptop. Yes, I would go for the i5 8 gigabytes. Oh, and then you get to choose your color, because that, that that's hideous. If you go for the lowest tier, uh -huh. lowest skew, you only get it in platinum. Oh, I was. If you go for the highest right. one, you only get platinum. Oh. So it's only i5 8 gigs of RAM and 250 gigabytes of hard drive, where you get to choose your color. That's not going to stand. 
I don't think, considering the um, the effect on the market when then when Apple introduced the um, different colors for the um, MacBooks. Yeah. Everybody and their uncle wants something in another color. Yeah. So just locking something at the specific color is generally not a good idea. Yep. I, I, I honestly believe that the platinum one is the better looking. I like the, the blue one. Yeah, and what's the name of that one? Cobalt. 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 Right. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, and, and to be fair, the something that would be good mm-hmm. with the iOS, I mean, you get the iris graphics. I've got an iris graphic in this one. Yeah. And that's that's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Move I'll, on. I'll do something completely different. I woke up to um, something somewhat unexpected. I had an email in my inbox. Uh, something something from Microsoft about um, changes in Power BI. Yeah. And holy shit, those are changes. A slight history lesson. We used to have Power BI Free and Power BI Pro. That's it. Yeah. Where Power BI Free basically let you do anything and everything but you didn't have the integration with um, office 365 in quite the same way you didn't have access control you didn't have sharing in the same way all right then we had power bi pro for about 10 bucks a month per person then you had everything yeah and and sharing was Really was the thing to get it. Yeah. Then you have the the um, the in betweeners, so to speak, where you have a company that produces something and use um, Power BI as a means to visualize this. Yeah. Then you put it in Power BI embedded, and you put it into SharePoint or whatever. Uh, then you yep. use SharePoint for access control. Yeah, and and then you would already have paid for the ability to share it and have access control through SharePoint. Yes and no. Uh, it's going to cost you a tad yeah. uh, to use, um, but you, you pay per session okay. with Power yeah. BI Embedded. Yeah. Overnight, this is going away completely. Power BI Embedded is gone. Yeah. Power BI Free loses any and all ability to collaborate, any and all ability to share anything. Ah, so it will be like a personal Power BI. Pretty much, and it gets worse and better. Then there's a new thing called Power BI Premium. Power BI Premium offers a host of interesting stuff. Power BI apps, yep. a better way to, to um, combine stuff and, and package stuff. And Power BI Premium also enables you to run Power BI within your own firewall. You don't need to use PowerBI.com. Okay, yeah. This leverages um, SQL Server uh, reporting services and is most especially the reporting services 2017. But th- then you would need hardware to do the number crunching yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. Instead of using Azure. Instead of using Azure, but you can still use Azure. Yeah. But the thing is, since you just removed the ability to use Power BI Embedded, how are you going to solve letting people read? Well, there you come in with the premium again. Yeah. So the premium sounds like the solution to everything. Yeah. If you disregard the slight thing that is called the price tag. Are there any higher skew than premium? No. No. So it's now it's free and premium. Free, pro, and premium. Free. Okay. So what was the difference between pro and premium? 
The difference between pro and premium is in premium, you can have stuff on premises. Yep. And let's see, there was a few other stuff. So pro is what pro, pro used to be. Pro is what pro used to be, yes. Free is in some ways better since a few of the... Uh, you get more things to do, but you can't share it in any way. Yes. And there were a few limitations in free that have been lifted. Yeah. Uh, so that there, that's that's pretty good. Yep. And premium, you get the on-prem stuff. You get the on-prem, and I just click and the apps right. and the apps and a way to uh, capacity pricing. Ah, but this this is where it gets interesting. I had an interesting discussion with the Treb Gapta this morning uh, via Twitter, since I couldn't get the um, the math to work out. I said on Twitter that this is very, very interesting, but it's gonna mean serious problems for a lot of my smaller and medium-sized clients. Yeah. Because Power BI Pro costs 10 bucks per month per user. Yeah. Meaning if I want to produce something, let's say I have five people producing data and 500 people reading it. Yeah. I'm going to need 505 Pro licenses. That's it. Yeah. But then on the other hand, I can buy the Power BI Premium and do the same thing. I'm going to need five Pro licenses, and the other ones are not going to be bound by the Pro licensing since they're readers as long as I have the Power BI Premium. Okay, so, so if you go for Premium, it's free. I'm doing things which our listeners can't see now. You, you can read it without the need to pay a license. Yes. Yes. Well, yes and no. If, if you buy the premium plan, yeah. it's free. Yeah. The air quotes around the free. air quotes, yeah. yeah. Let's look at the cost estimate, shall we? This let's... is really lousy for a podcast. No, 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 no. They're, 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 they're going to follow on. We have, yeah. let's say, 100 users. Yep. Yeah. From these users, we have, let's say, five Ooh. people <laughs> that do actual pro stuff, as in create models, um, create content, create dashboards. Okay. Yeah. Then we have 50 users that do uh, consume the dashboards and reports frequently, yeah. and, and 45 users consuming dashboards and reports occasionally. Yeah. This is fairly normal. Okay, so I'm going to need five Power BI Pro licenses. This means 10 bucks per user per month. You happy so far? Yes. Okay. Then we have the Power BI Premium. The lowest SKU, let me say that again, the lowest SKU is $5,000 per month. This is where everything just goes sideways. This is, I'm sorry to say it, insane. This number is insane. And this one goes upwards. There's a P2 and a P3 above this. But um, from the discussion so, with Treb, we realized, we, we came to the um, conclusion that the break-even for number of Power BI Pro users, 625. If you have less than 625 users that have Power BI Pro, this is going to be money wasted. Yeah. So this completely tore down my view of how to 
position on how to uh, recommend Power BI for my clients. So why did Microsoft do this? Because they can. This is... But, but the price has been one of the reasons why people go for Power BI. As opposed to ClickShare, uh, click sorry, ClickView or, <laughs> yeah. or um, Tableau, yeah. Yep. And I've seen quite a few blog posts that all say the same thing. Okay, why are we going to use Power BI these days? Yep. There's no point. We can go to, to Tableau instead. Yep. One node. Yep. How many users per node? What's a node? Um, a node is, I'll show you. I thought I'd show you. <laughs> this is this is a, a pretty smart way to do it since some reports are very CPU intensive. Yep. Some reports are huge. Yep. And you have different kinds of, of needs. So you can scale upwards, P123, or outwards yep. with several nodes. So depending on what kind ah, of needs you okay. have for so this. So CPU intensive or large reports? For instance, or, or yep. memory intensive, whatever. You, and, and how... Again, if you had, if, if you use the calculator again, mm -hmm. because now you had five users. Five users with, with pro. With pro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just reset. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. I'm following. And the, the basic example that they have, that's 5,000 users with 1,000 pro users, 1,750 frequent users, and 2,250 occasional users. What, what kind of business could that be? I don't know. That's $14,985 per month. This doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense unless you're a huge company. For big companies, this is meh. But yeah. for 95% of my clients, this is going to be a, a killer. So this is going to be an issue. And I hope, seriously hope, that there are going to be SKUs below this that can handle the, the gap that is created when they remove Power BI Embedded. Yeah. Since I'd be happy to have this um, on a SKU for, say, they, they could have raised, bucks. They, yeah, they could have raised the price for pro users instead and, and still and have visualized it for anyone because... Yeah, of course, it's great if, when you can click the pie charts and stuff. But I bet you that many of the ones that are consuming the data only look at the pie chart. And then you could do a print screen. Yes, you could. But no, I'd, I'd say that's completely missing the point with Power BI. Yeah. But what I prefer is have something like a, a basic uh, for 800 bucks a month or 500 yeah. bucks a month yeah. with limited functionality or just smaller bloody skew yep um, and what i've seen from comments and, and forums and stuff uh, people are livid yeah could, could this be that they had have have had some large customers that have used basic and they want those those cash sure um, but on the other hand i mean your free users are your trial users yeah and the free users are probably going to be converting to paid users in the future yep. and especially now since you remove the the sharing ability yep. from from basic which i think is fine yeah basically free whatever but yeah it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out in the the following in the short future yeah 
rant complete. Yeah, but, but I, I, I see I see the issue, and this is an issue. It is an because issue. it's this has for some customers been a very important feature when moving to Office three six five. Yes, they would get this. This was one of the like basic ROI stuff. Yeah, if you go for Office three six five, you get this, and you can stop paying your click view. Yeah. <laughs> Licenses. Yeah. Yeah, it, it will be interesting to see what happens. It would be great to understand why. Yeah, the on the um, data data insights uh, summit in June. Yeah. This is probably going to be explained in more detail, but yeah. at, at the moment people are yeah. not very happy. I understood. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Moving on. On the Surface Laptop, by default, it will run something called Windows 10 S. S for scary? Unclear. There are so many theories about what it is. Slight? Soul was the Soul. Na- the word Panos, Panos used. Yeah, right. And it was also something like... Shit? S- <laughs> no. Okay, not, not shit. Supreme and everything. It's not school. Scorned? Scorned? It's not school. That's the only thing they've said. It's not school. Okay. What it is, it's Windows RT on steroids. The interesting part is that they actually have used a Windows 10 Pro and limited it down to only run Windows Store apps. Mm -hmm. You can't change the default browser. No. How stupid is that? And you... It, it, it's it's like Terry or Pano said yesterday, you can use any browser in the store. Just not like the default. No, and how many browsers are there in the store? None. Kind of. Uh, so you can't change the default browser, you can't change, and this is an even more important point, you can't change your default search engine from Bing. Nope, and everybody knows that you use Bing to search for stuff and Google to find stuff. Kind of. But still, it makes sense. It will drop the prices on PCs because this will probably be a free OS for OEMs to use. Mm-hmm. That's why they can put down the prices. Yep. It will be secure because you can't run anything other than uh, Apex files. No. It will be fast always because UVP apps or store apps won't affect the performance sandboxing yeah so it's secure uh, supreme performance these are the S's mm. uh, and, it, and something else so it will be a device for people that basically don't use the computer for anything else than checking emails browsing the web office so what you're saying is that this is Pretty much the perfect thing for my in-laws. Yes. Thank God. Because they won't have an issue. And you actually get all the pro features you, you want. You get BitLocker. Yeah. You get Azure AD Join. Yeah. Enterprise roaming. MDM capabilities from Intune or whatever. And this is the strike towards Chromebooks. Because this basically does exactly what Chrome OS does. Apart from 
Chrome OS using Chrome. Yeah, it's a slight detail. Yeah, and as it's quite obvious that I'm Microsoft branded. Slightly. I use Edge. I like Edge. Note that I don't love Edge. I well, this like is a Edge. First. <laughs> but I don't use Chrome anymore. Okay. I use it for like stuff that demands something. Like Playmo. It's video streaming stuff. You rent movies. Okay. It it requires some kind of in plugin for something. Right. And and that obviously doesn't work with Edge. No. Since Edge doesn't do plugins very well. Uh, no, they do, but limited amount of plugins. I'd say. So I think it makes sense. And something that is very important to note, every hardware sold with Windows 10 S will have a free upgrade to Pro during 2017. Yep, and 50 bucks after that. Yeah, and, and, and that's a reasonable price, sure. I would say. You can try it. If you don't like it, upgrade for $50. How do you go back? Yeah, I don't think you can. No, you can't. No. That makes sense. I think it will be very good for education and for a specific kind of user. It will be a great thing to run like a thin client or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense. And if you buy them now, you also get one year of free Minecraft, one year free Office 365 for education and so on. So I, I like it. I think it makes sense. However, I've I've said it before. I was I was one of the few that loved Windows RT. Mm -hmm. It did make sense, but you couldn't get away from it once you bought it. In this case, you can, and I bet we'll see a lot of things around Prodigy Centennial, Windows apps, and so on at build that will make. Windows 10s make more sense. Yeah, we we pretty much gotten a, um, a huge load of, of Lego stuffs where we yeah. haven't got the instructions yet. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's important to remember. And that's why I strongly believe that Microsoft isn't done. Windows isn't done. Done. It, Heck, they've only started. Yeah, they have only started. This is they are building something that will be truly great. And I think we'll see a lot of that at build. With Windows on ARM, with C Shell, with Windows 10 S, with mixed reality, they, they are building something that will be a game changer. Not in one heartbeat like the iPad or the iPhone was, hmm. but over time. And then people will start realizing the benefits of it. But that's the uh, general Microsoft modus operandi. Yep. They're usually not first, but they do tend to do stuff in a slightly different way. And it just is amazing. I'm, I can't stop talking about the Surface Studio. No. Give me a Surface Studio, yeah. please. So you can change the hardware for an SSD. Then it will be great. Oh, yeah. That's okay. a slight issue. I know. So, should we keep going? I don't think we should. No. I'm afraid we, we need to end. We'll save Intune and Office 365 education and the mixed reality stuff and so on for next time. Yes, and I know exactly who we're going to talk to when it comes to mixed reality. Yeah, and I, I, uh, I had a Twitter discussion with one of them 
uh, this Tuesday. So they are happy to join us. Score! Yep. Okay. Great. And on that bombshell, it is time to end the show. And thank you very much for listening. And let's um, check back in a week. Yep. Thank you. Bye.